John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. Here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. Still in lockdown. (laughs) Well, not not over here. We have freedom. The state of emergency (laughs) is lifted, although we're not talking about this, of course. Yeah. Have you done anything exciting with your freedom? Just gone <laughs> <Yeah>. to work. <laughs> Looked after your kids, gone to work. <laughs> I I went to the convenience store and the supermarket this week, so I'll have you know <laughs> I am living the life of a rock star. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, because because the football season's been allowed to come back on, but not within stadiums, so my football team have decided that they're going to live stream all the last few games and if you've got a season ticket, you can watch the stream for free. Uh, but there's no crowd. Or you can have a refund on your season ticket for the amount of games left. So being a true fan, I've decided I'll let them keep the money. And my friend has decided he's going to build an outside cinema so people could come All right. sit in his garden. And he made these plans about a week ago when the weather was glorious. And since then, <laughs> since then the weather's been absolutely <laughs> shocking. So uh, I'm starting to think about just having my money back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I hope that things turn out well for you. Well, no, because I've just done it. When he started saying, like, in the group chat about uh, I found a projector and then we all started getting involved in, like, how to build this thing and people were sending through diagrams of how to build, like, a sort of outdoor screen shelter and stuff. It all got quite exciting. And then, like I said, <laughs> the weather's turned rubbish and everybody's just really lost interest. But then one of, one of our friend's uncles, who's also on the chat, he's got his own bar in his house. He's turned his kind of garage into a proper pub called the Dog House. And so he just said, oh, everybody could just come round yeah. here instead. So I think the guy who's <laughs> bought the materials to build the outdoor cinema oh so he got the materials already yeah yeah he got dead excited and went on uh bought a load of stuff i think now everybody's going ah we'll just go watch it around somebody else's house <laughs> <laughs> you won't be allowed around there if it's sunny though will you if you no. <laughs> have a bouncer <laughs> on the door <laughs> well he was on about like should he should he rent a portaloo you know like a festival toilet <laughs> Because he didn't want people going into his house, you know, because his missus, they've got a small child and his missus probably doesn't care about, about things. I jokingly said, well, why don't you get your missus to dig a latrine? And, and he just built back going, you're not shitting in my garden. <laughs> yeah, I think a portaloo is a bad idea because those things get turned over from time to time. Oh, so God. It would yeah. be, that would be a nightmare, I think. Oh, there's no way I'd be sat there watching football with a group of friends drinking in the afternoon and then go and use a portaloo. Absolutely <laughs> no way. Anyway, what's been going on with you? 
Things, yeah, no, all, all, all good here. Like I say, we've got the freedom to do whatever we want. Um, but I came home this week. I wanted to tell you, I thought this would uh, tickle you. Uh, I came home this week one night. And I live, I don't live like in the countryside, but it's certainly, you know, there's, it's a little bit uh, rural. And when I came home, there was quite a large spider on my front door. And I would say that, like, including the legs, the diameter would probably be like, talking seven centimeters or something like that, but with a fairly chunky body section. <laughs> right. So it's a bit of a mean motherfucker, if I'm being honest. So. Uh, my wife is extremely scared of spiders, like <laughs> ridiculously so. So I thought, I need to get rid of this thing pronto. So I did a, uh, I don't like killing insects. I try and catch and release whenever I can. But this guy was just that little step too, <laughs> too big to be <laughs> caught. So I took my shoe off and I stood there in my socks. Well, one shoe, <laughs> one sock on the doorstep. And I smashed him up. I just kind of gave him a battering. <laughs> Do you think we're going to get uh, hate mail from, like, Peter Vegans. and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It had to be done, I'm afraid. I hope. <laughs> uh, so I bashed it because it was on the front door, obviously. He was on the outside of the front door. Yeah, he was on the outside of the front door. As it came up the path, I could see the motherfucker you, right there. Why don't you, you just brush it away? There's no need to just go full on. <laughs> <laughs> full on Bigby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Had you had a bad day at work? <laughs> No, I could just hear the kids screaming in the house and thought it would like, <laughs> preemptively release some tension. <laughs> so, because if he were, if my wife was to see that spider, yeah. then and I hadn't caught him, then I wouldn't be able to <laughs> relax on her orders until I'd caught the spider. So, a spider what, what, that was it, outside the house, <laughs> but it was on your property. <laughs> exactly, that's the key key point on the property. <laughs> You're not allowed to have your dinner. You're not allowed to have your dinner until you've taken all the spiders off our property. <laughs> because I bashed this, like I like I say, I don't want to give us an explicit murdered. rating on the podcast. Murdered is the word. Murdered, yes, I murdered. In cold blood, frankly, I murdered this spider. And then as I came in, my wife and my kids were like in the hallway, like in shock because some madman had been hammering <laughs> on the door with a shoe. And I came, I came in and there's like, what's going on? Now, if, if I tell my wife, I literally started whispering because I thought she might be able to hear me. <laughs> if, if, I, if I told her that there was a large spider on the door... Yeah then she would be panicking and scared and worried. and it Make would have you move house. Caught, probably would have had to move at least to England, where the biggest, <laughs> scariest spiders are daddy long legs. Uh, so I told her, I said, there was a mosquito on the door instead of a spider. <laughs> There's a mosquito <laughs> on the door outside, so I took my shoe off and started smashing it. <laughs> Fucking mental. <laughs> That she believed you. Yeah, she did. <laughs> but then, oh. then she said, she she said in Japanese, she said yappari, which is like of course or typical. And I was like, typical mosquitoes what? in nature. <laughs> no, I was like, what, I said, what do you mean? And on the on the outside of the front door, she'd hung this kind of mosquito repellent. <laughs> 
to stop them coming to the oh, house. Right. <laughs> and then she said to me, was the mosquito on the front door? And I said, yeah, it was on the front door, like next to the handle. And that's where this thing's <laughs> hanging. She went, oh, that's typical. That thing I bought's not working. <laughs> so, <laughs> she should write a complaint letter. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this, we're recording this on Friday night. I think she's going to go out this weekend and buy a new mosquito repellent for the front door. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, do you think I did the right thing there? I mean, not in terms of killing the spider. I think we've established that that wasn't right. But do you think lying... It was a lie. I lied to my wife. Do you think it was the right thing to do? (laughs) I think it's nonsense. (laughs) It's absolute bonkers. (laughs) What a tangled web you weave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't, know. I don't know if I feel sorry for you that you're so afraid of your wife that you couldn't say it to there's a fucking spider outside the house. <laughs> Blink if you want help. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I'm afraid of her, it's that I'm afraid of her reaction to the spider. That's the thing. <laughs> Which involves a closed fist and your dinner over your uh, lap. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but I mean, obviously, quite clearly now, she's heard me saying that because I've been shouting it into <laughs> yeah. the microphone. Well, at least she won't have to go buy mosquito stuff tomorrow. Then she yeah. knows the truth. <laughs> so yeah, that was that's been. Uh... Yeah, I can see you're not wasting your lockdown, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> so what's on today's show then? Oh well, <laughs> apart from the murder of innocent spiders, we have <laughs> we have the burning question. We have uh, a whole bunch of jingles for you, of course, and a new a new segment, which... Uh, but, well, let's be frank, I've come up with it just so I can interrogate John a little bit. <laughs> and a whole lot more. Uh, but, of course, first, this. This is JNS in J News. All right, and now it's time for the new section of the show. So, Sam, what have you got for me? This week's story, uh, well, first, let me ask you, if you were asleep in bed and you woke up and there were two unknown men uh, in masks (laughs) (laughs) in your bedroom wielding machetes, what would you do? (laughs) Probably scream. (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad you said that and you didn't try and... uh... Bullshit us and say I'd fucking yeah. have them. <laughs> I'd pull pull the duvet off my head and just cry. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I mean that is so exactly what I would do. <laughs> I I like the word wielding. By the way, it's the only like wielding a machete. It's probably you don't wield many objects. No, it, um, it usually sounds like you, something that's going to cause some damage. Yeah. So the the headline the headline of this story kind of gives it away. It said. This was uh, these men turned up in this guy's house, uh, kind of by mistake. Actually, it said hired sex fetishists sporting machetes break into wrong client's house. <laughs> what sort of fetish is that? It says uh, two men hired on Facebook by a John. That isn't John by a John in Australia <laughs> to perform. To, to perform a sexual act were busted in July 2019 after entering the wrong house, reported BBC News. 
the unidentified sex seeker who was willing to pay up to $3,300 if the act was really good sought the men to break into his home, tie him up in his underwear, and then arouse his manhood with a what? So it's not a machete then? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Uh, is it along the lines of a machete? Chainsaw? I don't know. Arouse his manhood <laughs> no, with a... Uh... Cheese grater. It's got, I don't know. It's got bristles. What, an electric toothbrush? Hairbrush? <laughs> That's a much better idea. It was a broom. <laughs> oh. It, what? It the event would have... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so not even like a dustpan and brush, a broom? A broom, yes. God, what goes on in the world? <laughs> the event would have gone off without a hitch, except for one minor snag. The client had moved without telling his hired help. Oh, what? I mean, that's a great practical joke to set up on someone, isn't it? <laughs> I want you to come round and, and I live at this address. <laughs> Just... <laughs> 3, so is this in America? $3,300. Uh, Australia. 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 Right. <laughs> so the client who lived in New South Wales moved to a new home 30 miles away and forgot to update his new address with his sex buds. So the fellow sporting machetes broke into the home that was occupied by somebody else. Oh, wow. They're so lucky. <laughs> When the new resident noticed a light on in his kitchen during the early morning, he assumed it was a friend who had come to come by to make coffee. Bit weird. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> but what would you do if I turned up in your house in the early hours of the morning to make coffee? <laughs> well, I think it's more likely, what would you do if I turned up at your house, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite. Yes. Wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> just smash it on your door saying, there's a spider there and I was just doing you a favour. <laughs> With your shoe in your hand. <laughs> and a can of chew <laughs> um, But it says, when the two sex guys, have been now sex guys, who are the two? But when the two sex guys called out their client's name, the, the guy turned on the lights to reveal the dudes brandishing the knives over his bed. <laughs> I just, that's very uh, odd. Oh, I hear you in my kitchen making coffee. I'm going to get into bed. Something doesn't add up. Unless it was a small apartment, maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know. That sounds odd. But anyway, who are we to judge? It says, um, aghast by the mistake, one of the sex guys reportedly blurted out, sorry, mate, before shaking the man's hand and zooming away. <laughs> one, one of the unnamed suspects was recently acquitted of entering a home armed with a weapon, according to Australian news reports. Ah, <laughs> Good. So it all ended all right. Yeah. Uh, God, imagine if that had been in the US and they just got shot. Oh, they would have definitely been shot. Oh, 100% dead. The the suspect's lawyer, Terence Leroy, said it was a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. <laughs> Entry was not with intent to intimidate, although the <laughs> it was to titillate. <laughs> Although the judge conceded the case was unusual, he found the, found the man's actions unintentional. They carried the machetes either as a prop or something to use in that fantasy, said the jurist. The fantasy was unscripted and there was discretion as to how it would be carried out. I mean, you have to worry about the difference between a broom and a machete. I think they had a broom and a machete. Oh, right. Oh, OK. They've come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Oh, so it sounds like they've just swept it all under the carpet. <laughs> that was JNSNG News. 
and I'm excited because it's time for another one of Sam's new parts of the show. Have you spent ages making a jingle for yourself? Is this (laughs) (laughs) There there may or may not be a jingle for this segment, that's all I can say. John and Sam get to jib-jabbing, but sometimes get distracted, like moths at a strobe light. Leaving you, dear listeners, wondering how the story ends. Well, pass the popcorn round for John and Sam follow up. <laughs> so, come on, then, what's the. Uh, does it involve you getting points and cheating? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just thought that we often, right at the beginning of the show, we often have a chat about things that we're doing or we want to do and things like that. But then quite often, we don't tie those ends up. And I wonder if the listeners get a little bit kind of curious to see whether the bullshit we're spouting at the start of the show actually ever comes to fruition. I bet they don't give a shit. (laughs) I think you'll find one of our most avid listeners, your mother, very keen to hear on how you're getting on. So there's a few things, just about three things I wanted to just follow up with you on to see what's going on. Right. So... First, in, and I think we got a flavour of this earlier actually off you, but in our January show, one of our January shows, uh, one of your New Year's resolutions was to uh, stop shouting at the kid uh, so much, especially when they don't deserve it and don't (laughs) shout at them just because you're tired. So I'm just wondering, (laughs) when was the last time you shouted at Emma and have you been holding that for the last six months? Ah, uh, no, I've, I've been doing quite well. I have, um, the last time I properly shouted was at her and my nephew. I dropped the F-bomb because they, my nephew and niece have been coming around having homeschooling here on the morning. It was a fully justified F-bomb. They were playing in the garden when the weather was good <laughs> with canes, you know, like a bamboo cane. Like a sort of a whippy stick. Yeah. And so Emma, I said to them, look, stop playing with them you're going to hurt each other you know because they're trying to do sword fighting which fair enough kids will be kids so i told them to stop doing that and then i went inside to get a cup of tea i came back out and they were cycling towards each other and trying to (laughs) joust each other with these kids amazing that's amazing so i like literally he was in front of her and he slammed on his brakes and she stabbed him in the back with a cane and Mm, betrayal i was like are you fucking stupid so I, I did have to say to my brother when he came round, i have sworn at your kid but i mean he was fully of the uh the, that was fully justified i mean it's ridiculous behavior even though they are only yeah. five and six <laughs> but still I th- yeah like yeah i think that that's reasonable language for uh warning children not to impale each other on bamboo <laughs> Uh, okay, my the second thing I wanted to follow up on you with was uh, this wasn't a New Year's thing. Just wondering, have you? I know the lockdown has eased there recently. Have you been out shopping at all recently or anything like that? Yeah, I go to supermarket once twice a week. Okay, so you you would say you probably have some loose change about your person? No, uh, not a lot because it's all contactless. You see, the reason I ask is because a few episodes back, you, you, your daughter, uh, daughter's tooth fell out, and you didn't allegedly didn't have a pound coin, so oh, yeah. you stole. So you 
stole or oh, sorry you <laughs> borrowed a pound coin from your from your daughter's own piggy bank and put yeah. it under her pillow and at the time you said you were you you had full intentions of re- reimbursing her without her knowledge so i'm just wondering how that's progressed well that's no, so her uh, her other tooth's fallen out her other front tooth so she's now missing two front teeth there which is she looks horrible i ate it because you know obviously she's my daughter she's I think she's beautiful, but she just looks horrible with no teeth. She looks like, I don't know, some sort of weird redneck vampire. It's, uh, like, you know, when she says, oh, I want to give you a hug. I'm like, oh, fuck off, you look like a crack whore. <laughs> Red, redneck vampire sounds like a good Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird because I just feel my love for her has died a little bit because she's got no teeth. <laughs> So, you know when you've got a girlfriend and they change the hairstyle and you're like, oh, I just don't love you as much now. <laughs> but I put, I put a pound in for uh, this tooth falling out. And then about two or three days ago, my auntie, my well, my younger cousin who's in her early 20s, she gave Emma her old piggy bank, which is teeth. like a... All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. no, it's, her, uh, it's her old piggy bank, which is like a Cinderella one. And so um, Emma was over the moon filling it up with all her money and she counted her money and did say, oh, oh there's a pound missing. <laughs> so I did, I said, oh, oh you yeah, must have sorry. counted it wrong. Yeah, no, I did. I, I gave her another pound. So she's oh, all you did, square. So, so she's all, you're all square with your daughter. Yeah. Yeah, all square. <laughs> Good. All right, and the third thing I'm glad to hear that. And the third thing I wanted to catch up with you on was I can't remember. I think it was at the beginning of this Corona stuff. You said you'd bought yourself a left-handed guitar. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah uh, and you were hoping to become the next Paul McCartney. So <laughs> I'm just wondering, have you touched it, or is it lying there covered no, no, with a layer of I'm, dust? Uh, this is where we could make money out of podcasts and stick in an advert for. There's an app called Musician. I don't know if you've seen those okay. apps. Uh, so I've been doing it uh, basically about 10, 20 minutes a day on this app. But I'm just rubbish. I don't have any musical talent. So there's levels. So I'm on like level two of, I don't know, 500 or whatever. And so you could choose some really famous songs. So there's songs that are quite like, for example, The Scientist by Coldplay. What beautiful song. Oh, I'd love to be able to play that. So on the level two version, you basically just string one string, then you string another <laughs> string, string one string, string another string, and then this fake guy sings like Chris Martin, but not as well. Um, so although I've, I've perfected that two string, so you get the stars. <laughs> so officially, I've got three gold stars for being able to play the Sanctus by Coldplay. Oh, congratulations. Oh, my <laughs> Oh, According to this app, I can play uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Otis Redding. But I'm only on level two, so I'm doing like the basic, just one string, one string, uh, in time to the music. But yeah, no, I am. I'm keeping up with it. Ha, ha, could, would you do a challenge for the podcast listeners? So I, I've no. got two. I've, I've got no, 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 no. But I've got two musical challenges in mind for you, and maybe <laughs> I'll tell you them, and then you could choose one and do it. I think Go it'd be ahead. worthwhile. And it would be a motivation for you too. And, <laughs> and honestly, this isn't the only reason I made up this whole segment. 
<laughs> but what I was thinking is, so you've got the guitar. Perhaps, so you're practicing, the, the, option one, option one. You're practicing the song. You could play uh-huh. us a version of it this week or next week or something, and we'll put it in the podcast now. And then you play the same song in December, and then we can compare how much you've improved. Oh, okay. So that's option one. Option two is by, let's say again, let's say December, you produce a guitar-based jingle for the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're really excited, you could do both, of course. I'll tell you, this is... I'll... This is how shit I am. What I'm going to do is go get the guitar. I'm going to play you the intro to a song that I've been learning. It's a famous song. Okay. <laughs> I want you to try and tell me, could you guess what this song is? Oh, All right, he's got his guitar, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is, I uh, probably could do with a bit of a, a warm-up. And it's quite <laughs> weird trying to play the guitar with earphones in. Let's see if this works. Can, tell me if you can hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Did you hear that song? Okay, I'm, I'm ready for you to begin. Alright. <laughs> I'll do it one more time. Okay. Hold on. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> it's my earphones are touching the strings. Hold on. Ah, uh, okay. You can take them off. Oh, yeah. I'll try to take I'll take them off for two seconds. Listeners, he won't be able to hear my abuse now. Your shit. Bollocks. Hold on, I've got to hit, I forgot what the street. I remember yeah. there was one time oh, where he said that me counting the toothbrushes was bad podcasting. Right. Hold on, I put my earphones back in. Okay, okay. <laughs> would you like to I guess? Would you like to guess what that uh, is? I don't know. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. I'm not sure. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> Uh, no, no uh, to be to be honest, I, it does. It sounds familiar, but no, I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll see if any of the listeners could tell me what that <laughs> yeah. was supposed to be. Yes, and I'll have another <laughs> listen. I'll re- I'll listen back to it see if I can have a go. <laughs> I don't think you'd be able to use Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> so, so are you interested in the challenge of number one? Play a song soon and then repeat it in December or make a jingle for the podcast on the guitar. Well, I think after listening to that, it's got to be <laughs> give me till December to make a jingle. And also, I, I have to just a bit of a caveat on this as well because uh, I'm in my mum's house. <laughs> I don't know if you can see how cold my hands are. It's fucking freezing. <laughs> so, <laughs> that genuinely, genuinely is one of the things that I struggle with in this house. Is I have to do... Usually I have to practice after I've had a bath because my hands are warm. <laughs> it's like trying to pay with sausages attached to your finger, frozen sausages. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why there are no guitar players in Canada. <laughs> yeah. No, no Inuit guitar players. Yo, Johnny McBee and Samuel T, two Brits talk a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please. With someone else cooking in the kitchen, could someone answer the burning question? All right, and now it's time for the burning question. Uh, the question was, what was the biggest lie you were told as a child, not including Santa, the Tooth Fairy, or God, uh, which you added? <laughs> so, who's been, in, who's been in touch then, Sam? 
Yeah, I, yeah, I can't believe in God anymore after murdering that spider. I'll go straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie Key got in touch on Facebook. He simply said uh, the biggest lie that he was told as a child was child was that adults know best. <laughs> and I think that in this current climate, that is something we can all fully back. Yeah. Um, Tom from <laughs> Actually, Twitter. I think oh, once... sorry. oh, sorry. I was going to say, I actually, I think that once you become an adult, you realise that that's a big fucking lie. Oh, well, I mean, you just need to look <laughs> yeah. at how the government's candle coronavirus. Everybody's just talking out their ass. <laughs> one, of the, one of the earliest, well, one of the, I remember sort of being, I don't know, maybe 1920 and learning the lesson from somebody that uh, everybody's just winging it, that you never, ever grow up. That Even people who seem like they know what they're doing and talking about, everybody's just winging it to a certain degree. Yeah. There are, there's a tiny, wow. tiny, tiny percent of people who actually know what they're doing properly. Everybody else is just fucking going along with it. <laughs> and I honestly believe that's true. You know, I couldn't agree more with yeah, you. You look up to all these people, and then you realise that they're all just human, and they're all, you know... Fuckwits as well. <laughs> um, yeah, as well. It's very important in that sentence. Oh yeah. yeah. Tom Tom got on touch on Twitter and he he said uh, that drugs were bad, which I uh, think he's. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that that definitely is a lie. <laughs> so many people wouldn't continue doing them if they were bad. Let's just face it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mark, Mark also got in touch on Twitter. He said that carrots can help you see in the dark. So, right? I mean, it does. Uh, true to a certain degree, though. There is a vitamin in carrots which does help you, your eyesight. When, if you... Yeah, I, I think parents kind of give it the, uh, you're going to have that kind of Terminator night vision goggles <laughs> kind of uh, ability. That um, carrots thing was started by the British government because they had a surplus of them during World War II. Those fucking lying bastards. <laughs> Fuckwits, I think you called them. Yeah. When I when I was young, my mum used to say to me, eat eat the crusts on your bread because it'll put hair on your chest. <laughs> and I didn't really think about it at the time, but in hindsight, it's like, surely that is off-putting. Like, <laughs> sexy men, James Bond and stuff, they don't have hairy chests. Well, seeing how fat anyway. you used to be and how hairy you are, I mean, <laughs> fucking hell, you, took, you must have well, believed her. The, there must be some truth to it. <laughs> I must have eaten a lot of crusts because not only did they put hair on my chest, it's on my back and my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we used to get, you know, have to eat your broccoli because it stops you from getting cancer. My mum used to be big on that, which, you know. Part... Again, a grain of truth. Yeah, grain of truth. <laughs> but but just don't just don't eat broccoli and smoke 20 Marlboro a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how about for you? Uh, well, this was... Uh... It was a sort of a it was a lie slash misunderstanding. I think when I was young, I was told you should never use beer to quench your thirst. <laughs> I took that to mean that beer doesn't quench your thirst. <laughs> so I don't know when I was told that, well, nine or ten or something, whatever. And then I remember repeating that I had that information stored in my head like for uh, five <laughs> years. And as a teenager, I said it in front of a group of people. Oh, yeah, beer doesn't quench your thirst. And I got fucking roundly mocked. <laughs> like, of course it does. Blue Wicked it does. Sort of... <laughs> <laughs> Mad Dog 2020 doesn't, but it's delicious and cheap. <laughs> I kind of see in hindsight that when I was told the information, it was just more of a, you shouldn't, you know, down lager 
when you should really have a glass of water. I think that was the advice I was being given. But in my head, it turned into something quite different. And the pain of the mockery still uh, still stings. I think I remember reading, you know, one of these rubbish newspaper tabloids uh, about a guy in, I think it was the Ukraine, who never drank water. He just drank beer his entire life. I remember, <laughs> I remember reading that thinking, he's like, oh, I'm fine. You know, it's like, no teeth. He looks about 100 and he was, he was only 12. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How about for you? I don't well. I remember one of the best lies. I mean, it only lasted for an afternoon, but uh, our primary school teacher once told us that we'd all been poisoned. Um, I did, we, <laughs> we, we had to stay in and we were all under quarantine. That was an amazing life. I still remember that to the day. But in the school? Yeah, yeah. So we came back from lunch and he, I don't know why he did it, so, you know, we were in year five or year six. He just kind of said, oh, you, while you were eating your lunch, there was a toxic chemical uh, spilled in the back and you lot have all inhaled it, so you're not going home tonight. We've told your parents, you've all got to stay here. And some kids were like, genuinely upset. And some kids just, oh, I don't believe you. And he just carried it on for about two hours. And yeah, no, it was... I don't know why he did it, but it's quite amazing. You say you don't know why. Yeah, well, I'm a teacher, so yeah, he's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. bored <laughs> off his nut. <laughs> yeah, and fed up with you guys fucking around. If, yeah. I, can, if I can scare half of these bastards <laughs> yeah. into silence for an hour, yeah. I'd be well lucky. He probably had a hangover. Well, no, I mean, this is true. I, I, I do know uh, he was an actual alcoholic, so he used to pop into his cupboard and drink whiskey. Oh, right. Yeah, we won't say his name. <laughs> One of my favourite teachers. I loved him. He was a great guy. <laughs> he was very he was very fun until the afternoon where he got a little bit drowsy. <laughs> have you ever come close to sneaking into the stock cupboard to have a little uh, a little hit of whiskey? <laughs> no. Have you? <laughs> Girl, we don't have a stock cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who's involved. Thanks to all of you who got in touch for the burning question. Uh, don't forget, you can get in touch with us at johnandsaminjapan at gmail.com or you can go to our website, johnandsaminjapan.com. Uh, for next time's burning question, uh, on the news at the moment, there's quite a lot of statues and stuff being smashed up. So it made me wonder, um, why is something that somebody else owns that you would like to smash just for no reason? <laughs> <laughs> Excluding faces. <laughs> yeah. But somebody else's possession or just something else that doesn't belong to you, that for just some reason you say, oh, I'd like to smash that, you know. Like when I saw the Mona Lisa f- for real, I thought I'd love to just smash that. <laughs> Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, an insight into John McBride's psyche. <laughs> it's rubbish. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, what is, what is somebody else's possession that you would like to smash or destroy? Um, keep it light. <laughs> Ah, right. And so, oh, before we leave, I suppose, I uh, just want to say a uh, long-time listener of the show, Nate, uh, he's suffered a family bereavement, and uh, we wish wish him all the best to him and his family. So, Nate, if you're listening to this, uh, I hope you're well. Yeah, seriously, sincere condolences. Anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Catch, catch you later. later.
John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.